Tenekoto, Nomai, Hairamai. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Walk in the Shadowlands podcast. Kiora, hello, everyone. I'm gearing up for season eight of our Walk in the Shadowlands podcast. While I haven't been on air with new episodes, it's actually been a very busy time for me behind the scenes, lining up interviews and speaking with some very interesting guests for you all. And sorting social media posts, the never-ending task of doing social media. I have to tell you all, if I could afford to hire someone to do it and the show editing for me, I would. Then I could focus on what I'm most passionate about, and that's creating interesting, informative, and entertaining episodes for you all to listen to and hopefully enjoy. Here's just a little hint of what's coming up beginning in two weeks from today. These teasers are not necessarily in the order they're going to appear on the show. And I still have a number of interviews to complete. So these are just from those interviews already done. Firstly, lined up in this season's teaser are two awesome Aussie blokes from just across the ditch, as we say about Australia here in New Zealand. These chaps, Pete and Dan, have a very successful YouTube channel called Nightwatches Paranormal Australia, where they post videos of them conducting genuine paranormal investigations without the fluff that most TV shows and a lot of YouTube channels do. They are genuine, funny and down-to-earth blokes. And, and when our borders open and we can once again visit Aussie, they've promised to take me on an investigation with them. Really looking forward to that one. Well, as for me, um, basically what Dan said, he came to me and said, hey, mate, we've been best mates for nearly 30 years. It's a long time to put up with him, but I love him to death. <laughs> Uh, he came to me and said, hey, Pete, because we do watch so much paranormal stuff on YouTube, he goes, I've got an idea. Let's start a YouTube channel. Start off at food. And I'm going, oh, okay, yeah, let's have a crack at this. Um, and then from there, after doing the food videos, and we've had a lot of success with the food videos, we decided to get into the paranormal, get into that niche um, where we thought we see so many people on YouTube that, either fake content or over-dramatise their mm -hmm. videos that we thought, how about we do this for real? You know, we go in, have a look at a location, find the evidence, don't fake anything, because that's important to both of us. Um, and that's how the channel started. Um, when I do research a location, I'll have a look at that history of that location. If anything bad has happened there, for example, a murder or... Um, something tragic has happened at that location. Um, and then from there, I'll speak to the owner and say, well, okay, can you explain to me what's happened in that location? Um, what are your personal experiences? And then I'll go in and research the history of that location. Now, um, we had the K2 and the catwalk sitting next to each other on the ground. And we were asking if the little girl could come and touch the ball because there's a, a story of a little girl there. So we were asking for it anyway. It, it got touched, and the same time that it got touched and flashed, the K2 meter went off at the same time. So it's a double confirmation. That's why we have two tools sitting next to each other. So it, can't, it, it shows that there's no fault in one of them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So we had two, two that went off at the exact same time. And then we continued to ask if 
they could come and touch the ball again. Well, we had the clearest uh, response come through the, the uh, necrophonic app and it said, touch the, the goddamn ball. To the little kid, is that, is that you? Can you please touch the device? Oh, it's flickering again. To the little kid, is that, is that you? Can you please touch the device? Oh, it's flickering again. To the little kid, is that, is that you? Can you please touch the device? Oh, it's flickering again. To the little kid, is that, is that you? Can you please touch the device? Oh, it's flickering again. Mella is a lovely lady whom I've had the pleasure of talking with previously, but only that time I was the guest on her podcast, which is called Bell, Book and Candle, a Southern lady with a lovely accent. She shares experiences she had growing up and as a tour guide of a very haunted museum and her experiences with Bubba the Ghost. Also, at the time we recorded this conversation, she was just recovering from COVID. So I didn't want to keep her online talking for too long. I have, I come from a background of um, my family coming from the mountains of Georgia in the United States, Appalachian folk people, mountain people. And that came with a lot of supernatural stories and just things like that ever since I was a child. My grandmother and my mother both told me all these stories and uh, about root doctors and, and granny witches and slewfoots and all these critters and, and terrified me as a child. But I was also having experiences as a child that I did not understand. And so we have this very interesting culture here in South Carolina of the Gullah people, and they have root doctors as well. But in the mountains, they were also called root doctors, and they put a root or a curse on you. There was a part of the house that was built up, and when they rented the home, and this would have been in the 30s or 40s, and they were said, do not get into this room. Don't pull down this room. And at some point they decided that they were going to get in there. And when they got in there, this is the same house that had the crying babies. Um, there was a skeleton of, of a, of a boy hanging from the middle of this room where they had been living. This next guest, Gary Cook, is an old favorite from season one, a delightfully charming older gentleman, quite well known in his field, both in New Zealand and abroad. His episodes in the first season were so well received by my listeners that I couldn't wait to have him back on to talk about subjects he's both very knowledgeable in and well known for. But unfortunately, it's taken a wee bit of time due to events out of our control. It's almost as if the dwellers of these other realms think it's imperative that we have more contact today because they exist in the same biosphere as we do on the planet. They just live on the planet as we do. They see the same as we do. Mm -hmm. They breathe the same air. They drink the same water. They see the same forest but they just at a different vibratory rate. So they live in their own realm. Great. This is the way I see it. Mm. And he's driving and suddenly he slams on the brakes of the vehicle. Everything virtually screeches to a halt. 
blokes in the back were tumbled all over the place. And got guys in the front sort of came awake suddenly. And the van had come to a halt. And there in the headlights, a matter of only a few metres ahead, because they'd just come around a corner, was a line of what they perceived initially as children walking across the road in front of the van. And this was from the um, right-hand side of the van across <clears throat> the left. Finally, in this wee teaser, we have my guest, Simon. Simon is an internationally known hypnotherapist who specializes in past life regression therapy. He had some very interesting thoughts on the topic. Past life regression therapy, which can be really effective, but uh, I've always had an interest in paranormal, supernatural stuff, and that kind of led me through to going to the College of Psychic Studies in London in the 80s. And I went there regularly and I'd pay to see a medium or a student medium. And one of the things I did was a past life regression and it was really effective and really powerful. And so that kind of uh, led me on later to study to be a clinical hypnotherapist myself. And it was quite an extensive course that I did. I'm still pretty skeptical of everything I, I look at. And, I'm, I, you know, you've right. got to keep an open mind, but don't throw everything analytical and logical out, mm, you know, yeah. and just accept everything. But I went on to see that life as a nurse in the First World War in France. Oh, wow. And uh, looking after all these soldiers. And that was, say, 1987, I did that past life regression. And then I did another one, like I've done others since then, but I did another one recently, just a couple of years ago. And I went back to that life again, but I was much older and I was living in London and I was married and I was with this man that was really quite domineering. And uh, he had this kind of attitude, you know, woman's places in the home, <laughs> you right. do the cooking and the cleaning. And... I remember it, it was so weird in this past life regression that I got really angry. You know, it was like he was treating me like I was just pathetic and useless and weak. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about that time in France, those months, and all these soldiers coming in from the front line with maybe their legs missing and their arm blown off and all this and the franticness and the running around and looking after those soldiers and this feeling of, you know, looking at this husband in this past life regression and thinking to myself, you, you don't know me. You, you don't know what I'm capable of. You don't know how strong I am. You don't know what I had to do in the war when we were looking after all those soldiers and it's one of the things that comes up in past life regression is the emotion. These are just some of the guests and episodes that are coming up in season eight of our podcast. In the next couple of days, though, I'll be interviewing the very well-known medium and self-professed white witch, Patty Negri, a really wonderful lady, so easy to talk with. Patty's very well known for her appearances on the TV show, Ghost Adventures, amongst others. I can't wait to talk with her about her experiences. If you're a UFO follower, you've probably heard of possibly the most famous 
and credible UFO abduction cases recorded, the Betty and Barney Hill experience. On the same day I'm speaking with Patty, I'm also talking with Kathleen Marden, who is the niece of Betty and Barney Hill, and she wrote the definitive book on their experience, drawing on personal family knowledge that perhaps wasn't made public, making her the foremost authority on this experience. Potentially, because of that family experience, it's led Kathleen to become a leading UFO abduction contactee researcher, also a historian of the US government's UFO cover-up. And I'm very much looking forward to talking with her as well. So these are just some of the guests and subjects in season eight. I'm working very hard to get these all organized and online for you all. So if you haven't already, then like and subscribe to Walk in the Shadowlands, available on all free podcasting apps, including Pandora, iHeartRadio, Apple, Anchor, Spotify, TuneIn, etc., etc. So you don't miss out on any of these episodes. Also, keep an eye out for social media teasers for the first episode of Season 8, starting next week. Walking the Shadowlands can be found on most social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. Just look for Walking the Shadowlands and I'll see you there.